What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. You don't know who you are, then you don't know who belongs in your life. You know what I'm saying? So the reality is that too many people are trying to be something else that they're not. And and sometimes for the sole purpose of getting this person they think they want. Yeah. And now you get them, and then years, months into relationship, you realize you're not happy. You can't sustain this because it's not you. Yo, what's going on, fam? It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Welcome back to the table. It's Monday morning, and I'm excited because we're going to keep it real, relevant, and relatable right here at the table like we do every single Monday morning at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. If you're watching on YouTube, um, I'm, I'm really excited today because you guys know me. I just want to keep it real with you. Uh, one of the areas I'm working on in my life is um, trying to find a mate, you know, and I'm struggling, 
And I am not an expert in that. Um, I'm an expert in money. I'm an expert in building professional relationships. But your boy is struggling on trying to find the right one. So I did some research, and I uh, have been following this guy for a while. Uh, I saw him do some stuff with one of my good friends, King Art. I said, yo, bro, I need to meet this guy. Uh, And so Stefan, Stefan Speaks is in the building today. He is a certified relationship coach, has a successful, huge YouTube channel, and he's helping people like you and me uh, really heal and get ourselves prepared for uh, healthy, fruitful relationships. Stefan, what's up, bro? bro? (laughs) Yo, so let's dive in real quick. Um, before we dive in, because I don't do fluff on my show, I like to dive straight in and help people watching. Give us 30 seconds about yourself and what you do. I'm an author, speaker, relationship coach. I'm here to help people improve their overall quality of life as well as their relationships and definitely heal from past traumas and Mm -hmm. hurts and and also their relationship with God as well. Mm. Because I think people don't understand, like relationships is the foundation to society, but it's not just romantic. It's business relationships, it's family relationships, and it's spiritual relationship. I love it. And so we need help in all those areas. So what faith do you practice? Uh, I guess you would say Christian. Okay, then I just want to make sure. You know what I'm saying? Because I can be real. I respect everybody else, but who you just put me at ease, bro? I was like, he a brother, he talking about faith. Wait, are we on the same faith level? Um, okay, cool. So let's let's dive in. I mean, I'm going to get comfortable because it's me and my show. And you, uh, you have a lot of videos out there pretty much breaking down the foundation of men and women, of just really helping us understand the opposite sex. Um, I'm curious, what advice do you have for men who want to understand women? Then I want you to come back around. What advice do you have for women who want to understand men? Okay. So there's so much we can say here. Okay. But what I feel that I need to say is men need to first understand Essentially, we we have to decide what kind of life we want to live. Okay. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I'm seeing a lot of men say, well, women nowadays want 50-50, so I'm going to do this. Like, you're responding to what you feel is the times of the day. And, and instead of focusing on creating the life that you want and you desire. Yeah. And in doing so, you're essentially letting women, society, other people lead and dictate to you. As a man, you need to lead in Mm. your life. Mm. You need to lead uh, and be an example to others of what you want and stand strong in your beliefs. Stop going with the wind right now (laughs) and and how other people are moving. Who cares how other people move? How you want to move? You know what I'm saying? So to me, like that's where men need to begin. They need to really figure themselves out and and really make sure they're setting themselves up for what they desire. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you're talking about life for myself. I need to have a clear vision on where I'm going in life mm-hmm. and what I'm doing. Yes. And then include her into that. Am Absolutely. I hearing that correct? Absolutely. Okay. Number one, understand women love men with a plan, with okay. vision, okay. with purpose. Okay. All right? Okay. And so, and when you don't have those things, you're so easily swayed, not just by one woman, but by many women. Mm. And it's very easy to get distracted and mm. fall off track. So you need to find that path in your life first, which okay. is going to help you stand strong in what you need to do, okay. but also seek more clearly who fits into your life. I always say, if you don't know where you're headed, you don't know who belongs on that path with you. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, figure it out. And I think as men, we have not been taught 
how to figure this out. We, we've just, you know, go get a job, go get educated. No, what is your purpose? What do you need to be doing in life? And let's now focus in and lock into that. And then, yes, everything else can start to fall into place. <laughs> this brother just said, if you don't know where you're headed, you do not know who needs to be on the path with you. Yes. And I think that's so important that if a man knows exactly where he's headed, then it also identifies what woman can help where he's going. Now, yes. I'm going to flip it on you here because, okay. you know, I, ladies are saying, but what about me? What if I know where I'm going? Does that dictate where and who, what man should be in my life? Because, you know, you, you have the woman out there who's saying it's not all about the man and what he does. It's like we're working together. Like, should I know where I'm going as well? She should know where she's going as well. Yes, but again, I, you know, sometimes things hit me spiritually. I got to say. Come on, baby. And- <laughs> Come on. I just wanted to set you up to answer the question. <laughs> you know, I think the, the problem is a lot of women will say, well, I know what I'm trying to do with my life. No, you know what your parents told you to do. You know what society pushed you to do. You know what your fear of not relying on a man pushed you to do. But you have not figured out who you are and walked in your truth. And so now what happens is, in one example, you become this career woman. You pursue this career. You become super successful. But at the core of who you are, you want a family. You want a man. You want relationship. But you've become so detached from that and now you hide behind your work. You oh, hide wow. behind God. Ooh. And now when that man comes, you don't know how to even come together with his life. Because you want him <laughs> to be convenient to you and where you are. Because it's too hard to now have to dismantle what you have built. But you built it on your foundation, not God's. Not purpose. Not on the direction you were supposed to be moving in. I'm sorry. It had hey. to come out. Like, <laughs> hey, come on, bro. I, you know... Things just hit me, and I got to say it, man. Like, <laughs> I see it too much. I see it too much. And this has got to change. Oh, bro. <laughs> wow. Don't get mad at me. I ain't saying it. The expert said it, not me. You know what I'm saying? He remind me, when I talk about money, I get passionate. That brother said, no, you built it on yourself, but you didn't really build it on God. And I think that is so, so important. And thank you for saying that. And I want to make sure that, that I hear you clearly because I know the people that are saying, wait, wait, so is he saying I'm not as valuable as a man? No, he's just saying, I don't, I don't hear you saying that. So what I'm essentially saying is that we have men and women mm-hmm. who are not figuring out their true path in life. There you go. All right? And so now they're walking alternate paths, which now makes it harder for those two people to come together. Mm-hmm. It makes it harder for the right people to line up and match up together. And so now what ha- what is happening is they are mismatching with the wrong individuals. People are getting into relationships with the wrong so people. Good. They're marrying the wrong people. People want to say marriage. Did- no, no, no. You're marrying the wrong person for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And so now you're destroying the image of yeah. marriage. But understand, it all began with you walking a path you weren't supposed to be on. You getting involved in things, careers, and and situations that you didn't need to be involved in. Now, none of us are perfect. We're going to make our mistakes. But it's one thing to fall off the path and get back on the right one. It's nothing to continuously walk down the wrong path and then try to validate it with all these other things that, again, still uh, prove the point that you have not set the right right foundation uh, and you have not found your true path and purpose. All right, cool. I think one thing that you said is so true, and I want to dive in deeper. And I want you to 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 let the Lord use you. Right. <clears throat> when I hear you say identify your your 
your path, your purpose. I think one of the main things that prevent us from doing that is our past. Yes. And not healing from our past. Mm-hmm. Our past kind of clouds our future. It it it, it kind of makes it hard to see clearly because we really haven't healed from the past. So I, I got to ask this because a part of that even impacts me, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been uh, through two great relationships that I honestly thought uh, both of them could have been the one. And I want to ask you this question, and I want to live here because I think some of you are watching right now, and I really want y'all to hear me clearly. You're watching on YouTube, listening on podcasts, um, and I really want you to turn this up and um, put your phone on silent. Don't pay attention to any text messages because I think the majority of us listening to this right now, uh, our past is impacting and preventing our future. So, Stefan, how do past hurts hold us as in singles back? Like, what's the? How does it really impact our future? Um, it impacts it because I always say people who haven't healed are 99% likely to choose the wrong person, mm. all right? Because where we have to begin mm. is that the lack of healing, once we get hurt, we got hurt because we were in a vulnerable situation. We put our feelings out there. We let our heart out. And once we've been hurt, now we don't want to go through that again, mm. subconsciously or consciously. And so now what happens is we consciously or subconsciously choose people who are, quote-unquote, good enough to be with, mm-hmm. but they don't really make us that vulnerable. Mm. They don't scare us. It's, it's, it's where we can maintain emotional control. So essentially, we're now making the safe picks. Mm-hmm. And the safe pick is almost always the wrong pick. <laughs> all right? And so this now starts to cycle down the wrong path. We also become afraid to, again, put ourselves out there and apply ourselves where we we find other aspects of life to hide behind. As I mentioned earlier, hiding behind God, hiding behind career. Um, But in reality, we just don't want to put ourselves out there and be vulnerable again. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the lack of healing just really starts us down a path of making the wrong choices. And instead of fixing the issue, we're trying to throw Band-Aids on it and we're just making things worse. Wow, wow. So to those of us who are saying, okay, you're right. I put a Band-Aid on it, and I'm going to be honest with you, Stefan, AO on the channel. I won't tell nobody else, but um, <laughs> I'm not healed. And, you know, how do I start the process of healing from my past? All right, so step number one is yeah. what I call the who hurt me list. Okay. So you get a piece of paper, you write it on the paper, who okay. hurt me? Okay. Ask yourself that question, and anyone who comes to mind, put them on the paper. Wow. It doesn't matter if you think you moved past it. It doesn't matter if it happened a long time ago. If they come to mind, just put them on the paper. This is how we're going to start to identify the pain. Okay. A lot of people don't realize if you do this list, there's going to be people that come out that you were suppressing this entire time. Yeah. But at least now we can put it out in front of us because that's— that's the big problem is people are in denial mm. of their lack of healing. They're in denial of the trauma they're holding on to. But this list helps us, again, see it in front of us. And, yeah. and you're going to put their name down and like a couple sentences of what they did to hurt you. Okay. And so now we can take that and move on to the next steps to get the healing going. Okay. And what's the next step? I'm curious. All right. So I'm going to give the next step. And let me just mention, I do have a book called Love After Heartbreak okay. that lays everything out. It can be tough. It okay. is tough because okay. a lot of people are holding on to so much and— Getting all that out is a heavy process, but it is extremely worth it. But I think the first step is hard, though. Absolutely. Because I got to write down, that could be a family member. 
you know, that could be an ex, um, like you said, ex relationship. I, I think we should write down everyone who hurt. It's everyone. It doesn't matter if it's family, friends, yeah. lovers. It's everyone. Yeah, ooh, That's why it's who hurt me list, not ooh. who hurt me as a lover list. Who uh, hurt me? Period. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the other thing people are not understanding. Your your struggles are not just due to past relationship hurt. Yeah. It could be childhood trauma. You know what I'm saying? It, it could be things that go beyond that. You can't just try to keep it in the relationship box because now mm. you're not doing all the work you need to do. Mm. So you got to lay all that out. And then I'll give the first half of this next step. Cool. So... You'll pick somebody from that list. Okay. And let's just say you have your mother on there. Yeah. And I always love using mothers because the, the world talks about daddy issues, mm. but I would argue there's more people with mommy issues than daddy issues right now. Okay? And because society says, how dare you say a woman is a bad mother, that gets suppressed and yeah, pushed yeah. aside. But it's, go at your father all day long. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Call him all kinds of names. Right. So anyways, a lot of people have this issue with their mom. So you put the mom on the a list. You're going to write her a letter. There's two drafts of the letter. The first draft is just you letting everything out. All your anger, hurt, rage, whatever you're holding on to. Because what people don't realize is you've suppressed all this negative emotion. Mm. It's not going anywhere. It's trapped within your body. Mm. And now it's wreaking havoc on your body. Wow. A lot of people developing diseases, cancers, is because of emotional stress. And stress is the inducer of disease. It is that trigger. You see what I'm saying? So if you don't de-stress, you don't release, you're going to have a problem at some point. So you've got to let it out. So the letter, the first draft of the letter is like an emotional detox. It's a way to pour everything out. Because people will say, well, I talked to them before. Yeah, but even in talking, you didn't let everything, everything. out. A lot of times we hold back. We're, we're trying to manage the situation. I don't want you managing nothing. Let it rip. Mm. You see what I'm saying? That's mm. the first draft. We got other steps to the process to clean it all up. But that first draft, just let it out. Just doing that, you're going to feel the weight come off your shoulders. You're going to feel a lot better. Now, what's the name of this book to where, for those of us who are in this process and not, I, I need to do this and then some. What's the name of the book? How can I get it? Love After Heartbreak. Uh, you can get it on my store, StephanSpeakShop.com or on Amazon, okay. iTunes, stuff like that. And I'll make sure you guys, uh, we'll, we'll drop this in the show notes, a link directly to this book because that's something that I'm honestly going to do. You know, um, I've done this before with my therapist. I see a therapist uh, two times a month and we've written down some, some names mm-hmm. um, that I've had to personally, I haven't said nothing to them, but I've had to personally acknowledge like, hey, these are the these are the individuals who have hurt me, not intentionally, but mm-hmm. they have hurt me, and I, there are some things in there that I need to heal from. And so, I would encourage you, if you're just now tuning in, uh, to make sure that after you finish watching and listening to today's show, that you set aside some quality time to just write down who hurt you, how they hurt you, um, and then before you move on to the next step, pray over that list. Absolutely, you know, pray over that list. Um, ask God to bless them tremendously. I, I believe in praying more for the people who have hurt me, more for the people who have hurt me intentionally, my enemies, uh, because I want them to be blessed because I want God to bless me. Just now tuning in, man, we're, we're at the table. 
with <laughs> Stefan. Stefan speaks, and the brother is speaking. Uh, the man, he's not really just speaking. The man is preaching. Okay, he came in blazing. He didn't start lukewarm and then go up. He came out. Let me tell you what's good. <laughs> you know? And so uh, we're going to drop all of his social media information, his website, all of his information, books and everything in the show notes below. I want to make sure that you're listening, that you're tuned in, that you're plugged in, because this is going to help you. Uh, so, Stefan, when I end bad relationships, right? I don't say bad relationships. I've dated some amazing ladies, right? A lot of us have had some painful breakups, right? But how can we learn from the past relationships? What are, uh, oftentimes I hear people saying, well, he did this or she did that, or he did that and she did this. Something that I'm doing is like, what What did what did I do? Mm-hmm. And how can I learn from it? Um, do you think that's a good practice or should we identify what they did and put the blame on them? No, it, it is a best practice to evaluate our own behavior. Okay. Because what the hell do you learn if you just make it about them? And, and all you're going to do is take their shortcomings and project it onto the next person. Yeah. Because now you're looking at it as this is what people do. This is what men do. This is what women do. Nah, what could you have done better? And right. the reality is that there's always something that we can do better. Yeah. And understand that Doing that evaluation does not say what they did is okay. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. letting them off the hook. Mm-hmm. It's just empowering yourself to know how to better navigate situations. Mm-hmm. Maybe you didn't properly communicate things the way that you should have. Mm-hmm. Maybe you you reacted poorly mm-hmm. to some of the things. You know, there are various things you could have done better. And too many people just leave a relationship only blaming the other person. And that's why they stay in a cycle of failed relationships. Mm-hmm. Bro, bro, you got me, you got me thinking about me. <laughs> the last relationship I was in, I was selfish. Mm. I was selfish. Stuck in my ways. I'm an old, I'm not old man in the world. I'm older. I'm 36, turning 37 in July. And I'm like, I walked away. When I hear her complaints, I was selfish. I would hear her say, this is this is what I had a problem with. Um, and, and you know, as a communicator, another problem that I learned is as a communicator, we tend to exaggerate things. Mm. You know, we tend to like tell these little small white lives. If it was 10 people, we'll say it was 10,000 people <laughs> in a room. Or if it was this, it was that. And, and at the end of the day, it, it, was, a, it was a white lie. And um, it's like now hearing you say that, it's like, okay, cool. Anthony, if you know you can tell white lies, if you know you're kind of selfish, you don't really do much, I don't even have time to focus on what she did. I'm so focused on making sure that I heal and that I fix these things. So when God blesses me with another opportunity, with another woman, that I'm not carrying that into the future. Exactly, exactly. And it's like, I can't even think about what she did because I'm like, yo, what she made me realize about myself is true and it's real. And it hurts, man. I'm telling you, Stefan, it, it hurts. How do you deal with the pain when you identify, okay, this is what I did in a relationship? Like, that doesn't feel good, man. Mm-hmm. Well, two things. One thing I, I feel the need to mention real quick. Yeah. <clears throat> this is especially for the men. Okay. So what I have realized in all my years of doing this is that men tend to forget that women typically— are emotionally wired or more emotionally wired. And so what happens is when she comes to you and expresses a concern, Mm -hmm. if that concern does not line up in your head logically, men tend to dismiss it. Okay? And and they don't consider how she's feeling. And I want men to understand, you have to learn that we have to accept men and women are different. Mm -hmm. We, we, We are just built differently. And in understanding our differences, we can create more harmony with each other. 
When that woman says to you, I, this is how I feel. It's not about your logic at that point, bro. It's about how she feels. Mm. All right? And you got to tap into that in that moment. And, and if you say, well, how do I know she's not lying? Listen, if she's a good woman otherwise, then there's no reason to assume it's a lie right mm. now. All right? If you know she has not been a problem for you, then don't project that negativity on her. Mm. Just take her as her as her expression at that moment and understand her emotion. So it's almost like if a woman says to you, I don't feel safe, but to you, I see no danger around. <laughs> it's like, nah, you okay? Just keep going. And it's like, nah, but, but she's telling you she does not feel safe. As a man, you have to tap into that. Okay, baby, what, what can I do to help you feel wow. safer? Or maybe, you know what? Since you don't feel safe, we're going to remove from Whoa, this environment. Wow. And I think what happens is so many women feel dismissed and mm -hmm. devalued because as men, again, we keep focusing on logic, 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 but they're talking about their emotion, Emotions. what they're feeling. Yeah. And that's real. Right. It may not be real to you in that moment, but that danger or her uncomfortableness in that moment is real to her. Mm -hmm. So you have to meet her there. All right? Now, going back <laughs> to... Uh, Bro, you, you just <laughs> said a mouthful that I think... Man, mm. I hope brothers just heard that because you just broke that thing down. And personally, I'm sitting there like, God, <laughs> so, like, how you just said that, that is really how men process it. Mm -hmm. She says, I don't feel safe. So the protector in me looks at her environment like you're crazy. You mm -hmm. are perfectly 100% safe. But I'm looking at the logic the, the practical on the outside, but I'm not looking at her heart. Exactly. I'm not looking at her mind. I'm not looking at her spirit. Mm -hmm. Before we go into the next thing, bro, okay. how, how, how can men get better at looking at that? Like, how do we really, how, how can we step back as men and be like, yo, okay, she's not safe. There's clearly nothing wrong. But how do I better understand her internally so that way I can make her feel safe? Or in any other situation that mm -hmm. I, I just can't process? I, I think, one, just being aware of the issue, being aware of the fact that if she expresses a feeling of concern, listen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Just listen and try to understand what is feeding that concern, all right? Mm -hmm. And even in some cases she can't fully explain it, just honor it. Just honor it. Again, if anyone says, well, she might just be tripping. Listen, if you have a good woman, why assume she's tripping? Ooh. You see what I'm saying? Just trust it. And, and I'm a firm believer that, listen, I am a proponent of women's intuition. I okay. believe in the power of it. And I believe we all have it, but women have it at a higher, higher level. level. I exactly. Agree. And I do believe, because I'm all about balance. And I believe that God created us to balance each other out, not equal each other out. Okay. And so if my strength is logic, her strength is intuition. And so if we're walking together, yes, I, I'm looking for what I see, but she's going to pick up on what she feels. And I'm going to respect that just as much as what I see. You see what I'm saying? Because again, if I know that we are supposed to be together, which goes back to, are you even consulting with God if you should be with this person? But that's a whole nother discussion, all right? But if I know this is the woman God said, this is for me, and she's telling me she feels a certain kind of way, I'm going to listen to that. And so I as men, it's just practice. It's getting comfortable with that. I think, again, we are not taught this. Mm -hmm. We're not comfortable with this. We don't even understand the concept for a lot of guys. Right. But if now you're hearing this message, Practice it. Practice it. Also, talk to your woman and say, okay, listen, you know what? This is hard for me to understand. If you catch me uh, dismissing you, remind me. So good. You know what I'm saying? Just build in little safety measures, measures that bring us back to where we're trying to be in that moment. You so know what I'm saying? Good. Yeah. And I think 
that's how you get the ball rolling. And then at some point, you'll get so used to it that now you're in tune with your woman yeah. and it flows seamlessly. So on the flip side and the men's side, <clears throat> are we wrong for being logical? No, we're not wrong for being logical. Okay. Um, we just have to not be... And, and again, it, it, it may not be that our logic may, in, in some situations may be more accurate than how she's feeling. Right. But we should never dismiss Miss how it. she's feeling because it doesn't line up with our logic. You okay. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so in having simply a discussion, that, and that's the thing, it's all about communication. If you simply don't dismiss her in that moment and you talk to her, you guys may be able to talk through the situation and now we go with the man's logic and, okay, ah. listen, we can move forward. Trust me, I got you. You see what I'm saying? But the minute you dismiss her, you created a whole different issue. So now it's not just about how she felt in that moment. It's he don't care about how I feel. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that will linger on into the relationship and now start to show its ugly face in a lot of various ways. <laughs> so what I hear you saying is hear her, show her that you're trying to understand her. Mm -hmm. And then once you do those two things... Y'all can move forward. Yes. And then you both can decide, okay, is it best to go the logic way or is it best to go this way? Exactly. But you can't go nowhere if she doesn't feel heard and if she doesn't feel understood. Exactly. I got to work on that, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to be 100. I, I, that's something I have to work on. I'm a logic guy. If it doesn't make sense to me, then I can, Yeah. Thanks, bro. No problem, man. <laughs> I mean, that, that's real. But I think it's real that a man can acknowledge, like, yo. And, and my logic, bro, is not to dismiss because I am trying to protect her. Mm -hmm. But you just really said a mouthful right there, man. And I, I appreciate you for saying that. That's why you on the show. <laughs> real talk. That, that's why you on the show. So you talk a lot about self-love, man. And, and that's one thing I was talking about earlier before we went, before you just took us all over there to this side that we need to go to. <laughs> Um, you know, about really self-love, self-evaluation. And sometimes when we identify something negative with inside of us, it's, it's hard on us. Um, and we tend to uh, be our worst critic. Uh, we tend to get silent. And we tend to kind of push it up underneath the rug and never address it. How do we really start developing some healthy um, routes to really love ourselves, to fix the flaws within ourselves so we can be healthier when we do meet our special ones? So, again, healing is step one. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It, it's really hard to love yourself when you haven't healed and yeah. remove all that negative energy because, again, that also can play into us having low self-esteem yeah. um, and just having these negative perceptions that now affect us in a various amount of ways. So healing is number one. Um, really taking an inventory of, am I pouring happiness into my life? Like, again... Granted, a relationship is supposed to be two people pouring into each other, pouring into each other's needs and desires. Mm -hmm. But you've got to bring your happy self to the relationship, not your beat down self and expecting someone else to lift you up all the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So as you are single, as you're trying to love yourself, and, you know, look at look at your life. Take a step back. What am I doing to enjoy my life? Yeah. And I think it's very important. I know this is a show that you speak a lot about finances. Mm -hmm. As entrepreneurs or just even career workers, we can get so locked into career. Yeah. Ambitious people lack work-life balance a lot of times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then again, we try to have these relationships where we want people to fit into our life at our convenience. Yes. And that's not going to work. Yeah. So you've got to create that balance now and, and use that space that would be for your relationship for yourself in the moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Self-love is is important, but I think that's something hard for all of us to do. Mm -hmm, absolutely. I think that's for ladies and for men. It is hard to really 
step back and and love yourself. And I think that's, and I could be wrong. I'm not the relationship expert, but I remember my younger days, I didn't love myself. So I would go over here to get love from her when it literally, it was a wrong relationship, but because she was willing to give me love to make me feel loved, um, I was still missing something about myself mm-hmm. because I couldn't go home and feel loved, feel appreciated, feel valued, and really love who I am. Um, which leads me to my next question because I, I I I wrote this one down. I was watching one of your YouTube shows and I was like, "Yo, this is this is so good." You encourage singles to know their values and to be themselves. Mm-hmm. Why is this so important for singles to get this now before they get into a relationship? So it kind of goes back to that quote I used earlier. It's like, if you don't know who you are, then you mm-hmm. don't know who belongs in your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the reality is that too many people are trying to be something else that they're not. And and sometimes for the sole purpose of getting this person they think they want. Yeah. And now you get them. And then years, months into relationship, you realize you're not happy. You can't sustain this because mm-hmm. it's not you. Mm-hmm. You know, And not only can you not sustain this, you don't like them that much anymore. <laughs> Once the smoke clears, they're like, what the hell did I get myself into? You know what I'm saying? Because they don't really speak to your heart. They right. don't speak to who you truly are. Yep. And so there's no harmony there. So it's important to just Find yourself and be confident in who you are. Everybody ain't for you and you ain't for everybody. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But there will be someone who fits, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what we want to be patient for mm-hmm. and prepare for in the meantime. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely important to know ourselves and to, yes, to know our value and yeah. understanding what we deserve. And I would say it's more important to know our value with the way God sees it. Okay. Because... You know, society has a lot of different metrics for value. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And and that can throw us off yeah. and cause a lot of people to settle. Okay. But you got to know what God says your value is. And, yeah. and more importantly, it's, it's just about where does God want you to be? Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, you can sit here and say, I deserve this kind of man or this kind of woman. But if they're not really right for you, who cares? What are you aiming for? You know what I'm saying? It's like your happiness and peace is more important. Mm. You having your needs met is more important. Mm. Not what this person's resume looks like. So focus on connection. Focus on what God where, where God wants you to be. You know what I'm saying? Focus on the things that are truly important to the success of the relationship. Yeah. Too many people are caught up on what they think they want. They got to have this, that. Man, that's what gets people in trouble. You know? You know what? Let, let's, let's, let's flip it. I mean, yeah. I, let's 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 flip the whole script because um, I think values line up with sometimes money. Mm-hmm. The Bible says where your your treasure is, that's also where your heart is. I'm curious, why are you out here mentoring and counseling, you know, couples and and people who are in relationships? What are some of the most common money problems that you see come up? The common money problem number one, just being broke and trying to date. Okay, 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 okay. Oh. You trying to tell me, okay, what's your definition of broke? Broke is you cannot stand on your own two feet and take care of your bills and essentials. Not that you got to live a life of luxury or anything like that, but you on your own cannot survive. That's broke to me. And they trying to they trying to date. Yes. <laughs> now now I'm gonna be real. Okay. And some people may disagree with this. Okay. I do think that a woman has more leeway in this department than a man does. All right. And so if <laughs> I'm just gonna be real, I'm gonna be real. Like if, if you're a broke woman, you can pull it off. You really can. If you if you got some other stuff going on for you, you can still make it happen. So I'm not. <laughs> 
I would still say be careful because you don't want your your brokenness to be dictating your decisions as far as who you get with. Because now if you need a man to survive, you may overlook some red flags in order to achieve that survival. So that's where it's risky. Yeah. But if you're not making those mistakes, let's say, for example, you live at home with your parents. Yeah. So technically you're broke because you can't survive <laughs> on your own, right? But that that situation does not lend towards you possibly choosing wrong because of your financial position, because you're still in a safe place. But as a man, yeah. as a man, if you're broke, whether you're broke living with your parents or anywhere, that's a problem. Is Trying it? to date while you're broke, you, you because again... It, it's there's so many pitfalls being set up yeah. by that dynamic. Yeah, it's just I I could never condone it. I could never push it. Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah. If you happen to find real love while you're broke, I'm not gonna sit there and say you don't deserve to embrace that real love. But you should not be focused for on finding a partner and searching for it and putting mm. energy into it when you need to be putting energy into establishing yourself. So so let's just let me just ask the question. Should a man be financially stable before he starts dating? He should. I believe he should. I believe if he wants the best results possible, yes. Again, he don't got to be rich. But you got to be able to take care of yourself. If if you need her to survive, or and when I say her, any woman to come in your mm-hmm, life mm-hmm. to survive, that's a problem. Mm. Because here, here is what happens in a lot of situations. Men tend to pick women based on where they are. In okay. life, yeah, yeah, all right. Okay, which is why you'll see the situations where guys who were once broke were with one kind of woman. Yeah, they get famous or rich, and now they switch up. Right, and people will say they switched up, and I say no, they didn't switch up. Their yeah. true colors finally came out. Yes, they always wanted that woman. Yes. they could not afford that woman. <laughs> all right, they, they were not in a position to get that woman, so they took what they can get, and unfortunately, they're taking that woman. On the premise of what she can do for them, not what he will do for her. Mm. And so the relationship starts off with her basically putting him on her back, trying to drag him to the finish line, thinking she will be rewarded for her efforts when she ends up getting left for her efforts. And even if she's not left, he still ends up going out messing with the girls he really wants. Ah. All right? And so, again, there's so many ways this goes left. Now, I always say this to a man... If you're going to date while you're broke or you're not financially stable, mm-hmm. you have to ask yourself, would you be with her if you were rich? That's the th- And if you can say that this is the woman you would want, yeah. even if you had the success you desire, right. okay, you're good. Right. You can move forward, at least in regards to that specific issue. Right, right. But let me give you a different issue that can come up. Okay. If you start off not being the financially stable one and that woman is financially stable or successful, Whether she wants to admit it or not, you are a project. You are a child in her eyes that she is going to raise into a man. All right? And the problem now is this. Wait, hold on. (laughs) I got to ask this question. What? (laughs) You just said if the brother is not financially stable and the woman is financially stable... The majority of ladies in this in this yeah, single season, all. yeah, they're going to be looking at that's a project for them. 
Oh, man, that just hit me hard. And, and the reason it's important, and, and some women say, oh, no, I'm not looking at him like that. Subconsciously, you are. Subconsciously, oh. you're viewing him as someone I have to mold or build or get there, all right? Oh. And unfortunately, so let me say this and I'll continue. Yeah. I believe that for a relationship to be successful, the woman has to be able to look up to the man. Not as in he is greater than her, so to speak, but she right. has to revere him, respect him. Absolutely. She has to feel like, you know, I can learn something from this man. Yeah. Not that I have to teach him and drag him to the finish line. So when you start off that way, so she might be willing to be with you. But now the problem is how much will she respect you along the way? Wow. Also, as a man, will you still be driven enough to wow. achieve your, your dreams if you even had any? Right. Because some women are trying to pour into a man who has no plan and no dreams wow. himself. wow. If you don't ever get there, resentment will now kick in. And if you are now being, you're basically being rewarded for your bad behavior. What I mean by that is you have not established yourself as a man. And let's make something clear. You are not entitled to a relationship. Everyone says, well, everyone deserves to be loved. Absolutely. Right. Every human being deserves to receive love, but not a damn relationship. <laughs> not a committed, I'm going to pour into you, be committed to you, uh, uh, feel all your needs. You don't, you don't deserve that yet. You ain't qualified. You are not qualified. That's like everyone saying, well, everyone deserves a million dollar job. No. No. You, you, you have to meet certain qualifications. So, yes, I don't think you should not be loved, quote unquote. Right. But you are not entitled to that. So, let's bring it back. The point is that if she gets with you while you're down there and you're up here, I've seen one situation, not just one, I've seen many situations, right. where in some instances she only got with you when you were broke mm -hmm. because she was going to have power in the situation. And so now I saw, I know one guy specifically coming to mind. He, he actually did continue to work. And he finally achieved his dreams and he became more successful than the woman. Mm -hmm. Then he says she started to act funny. When he wants to pay the bills, she's like, why are you trying to pay the bills? When, and he's like, yo, I'm trying to make sure, like, you took care of me. I want to take care of you. Everything got thrown off. Eventually, they had to get a divorce. Because wow. she was never trying to actually have him wow. be in that position. It's almost like on a simpler level. <laughs> this is going to sound bad, but this is truth. There are some women who don't want their man to start working out and get in shape. Because to them, if you start looking too damn good, <laughs> I gotta worry about all these other women, <laughs> all right? And not only do I have to worry about these other women, I have to now look at myself in the mirror and question if I'm of the standard Ooh, that you. you. Yeah, exactly. So let me keep you down there and tell you, nah, go eat this donut. Go, go have some fried chicken. Like, go <laughs> because ladies are the only ones where looks they don't looks are not really that important to ladies. I see, and, and that's that's. I'm not going to say it's a myth. Oh, I'm going to say it's a misunderstanding. So I think ladies can do that more than men. Yes. It is less important to women than men. Yes. But in a lot of situations, it still has a significant impact. What, what we're confusing is this. There was a study once done mm -hmm. where they asked, I forgot how many women, but they showed them a man who was chiseled, mm -hmm. amazing body, and a quote-unquote dad bod, mm -hmm. right? And they said, which one would you pick for a one-night stand? Which one would you pick for marriage? Okay. They picked the chiseled body for one-night stand. They picked the dad bod for marriage. All right? For Overwhelmingly. Real? Yes. So what that says to me is that you're more attracted to, to, the, the, to the body that's in shape, but you feel more emotionally safe with the dad bod. All right? You don't want to have to deal with that, mm -hmm. that guy who's mm -hmm. looking too good. And, and this is, again, this mm -hmm. is not every woman, mm -hmm. but this is a lot of women. Mm -hmm. 
It is easier for them, which is why a lot of women, whether subconsciously or consciously, date men who are below them. And that stems from, again, their struggle with their value. Mm. So, man, there's so much we can talk about. So here's the thing that I have to say right now. Yeah. Society has now created a situation where women are valuing themselves in the same way they value or evaluate men's value. Education, money, success. So here's what happens now. If a a situation occurs where a woman is not educated, she didn't go to college, maybe she has a low-paying job, and she meets this very successful man, and he actually falls for her, she questions, why me? Mm. Why would he choose me? Because to her, I don't have the value Mm. that could get this kind of man. But what she doesn't understand is the value he sees in you isn't attached to those things. It's your feminine energy. It's his attractiveness to you. It's how you make him feel. It's all those other things. Mm -hmm. So, so many women are now placing their values in the wrong thing that now they don't know how to properly value themselves in a relationship. And so now if you think your success and, and all this stuff makes you valuable... Again, when you get with this guy who has less than you, you feel superior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by feeling superior, you feel safer. The mentality is he has to appreciate me. He ha- he lucky that I'm in his life, all right? <laughs> so I don't got to worry about him. Like, I got to worry about the guy who has options and has so much going on for himself. So again, subconsciously, they choose the lesser. Mm. And that's a problem. And again, mm. it, it, it's lack of healing. It's lack of properly evaluating our values as men and women. There's so much more to it. But again, to get back to the original part, men dating while they're broke, it's just risky business. It's risky business. And again, I've also seen situations where the the respect never developed. So she started off not really respecting you because you were at this lower level, even though she accepted you. And she tolerated you. All right? But she never fully respected you. And so as relationship goes along, that never develops. And now what happens is that lack of respect Mm -hmm. turns into lack of intimacy, turns into how she talks to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and what I always Mm -hmm. find is if a man doesn't feel respect in the relationship, he now, like, basically, if if he's been emasculated, or Mm -hmm. what I like to call his balls have been chopped off (laughs) multiple times over and over again, he will try to reattach his balls at the wrong time, all right? He will try to assert himself and be the man. And in doing it, he's going to do it in a way that's going to wreak more havoc in the relationship. So now you have two people going back and forth, always clashing, but the core issue is there was never any respect. And so I, I, man, I'm hearing you, and what I'm hearing is... Use your singleness and steward it correctly and get your life in a better place. Yeah. And if you have your life in a better place financially, if you're financially stable, it's going to help you to have better options. Yeah. And, and I would say this. At the worst case scenario for men, you have to at least have your plan and vision in place. I like it. All right? I like it. So even if you're I like broke, it. I do believe that if a woman can see that you have plan and vision yes. and that you have enough ambition to stand on your own two feet as far as putting in the effort, yeah. that can be respected. Yeah. But if she has to be the one that does the work for, for you, you, if uh, she has to be the one that drags you to the interviews and uh, does this, that's the problem. So, and, and a lot of men who say, well, you know, these women don't want to build with you. You have to lay the foundation Nation. first. That's all I'm asking yeah, for. Yeah. Because without that, it's going to be a disaster. No, I'm rocking right there with you, man. I, 
I teach that. I teach I teach people on my show, I want you to be intentional about your money. I want you to be intentional about your relationships and intentional about what do you call success. And when it comes to the money part, I do believe that, especially us young men, we shouldn't be out here trying to date someone because why are you dating? And for me, I date with the purpose of hopefully finding and meeting my wife one day. Mm-hmm. And so if I can't take care of my bills, I can't take her out to eat. If I'm behind on my bills over here, why am I spending $50 on taking her out to eat? Why am I robbing from paying the foundation for handling my foundation so I can impress her? So I'm, 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 bruh, bruh, I, I'm sitting here and I ain't talking. And it doesn't happen too often, but, but you're talking and you're real good. I want to ask you this question, man. That this term has really been getting on my nerves. Real quick, I just have to do this. Yo. Shout out to Heaven. Heaven is my extended family who loves your show. For real. And I told her, she told me to shout out. I said, I'm going to do it just for this time. She loves it. Heaven, what's up? <laughs> yo, love this guy, man. But y'all got to ask this question, bro. I'm, right. I'm going to lean back on this one. This term gets on my nerves, bro. <laughs> All right, that was coming. I know it's coming. Go ahead. <laughs> this term gets on my Let nerves. And it bothers me. And I've been in so many rooms on Clubhouse. And everyone's been asking me to talk about this term. But I say, you know what? Stefan will be here. I'm going to let him talk about it. Because I'll piss some people off. <laughs> uh, this whole term of high-value men, yeah. high-value women... <clears throat> And if he doesn't make six figures, he's not a high-value man. And then, ladies, how to attract a high-value man. And I got I got pissed off one day because I was in the clubhouse. And the guy brought me up to the stage. He said, yeah, look at this high-value man. He makes a lot of money. He's debt-free, driving real nice cars. He's a high-value man. I was like, yo, bruh, like, don't downplay a brother who's working his behind off, who may not have what I have, and say that he's less of a man than me because I was once that man. Mm-hmm. So, what's your terms? What do you believe? <laughs> like, do you agree with the term high-value men and women? So, I think the conversation has to start with understanding what has been defined as... So, okay, we all know that the, the personality out there who has made the term I don't famous... don't even mention his I'm not name, gonna say his name But he's made, his, he's made the term famous. He brought yes. it to the forefront. Yes. And so I believe that, you know, the problem with the internet is we hear clips and sound bites and we don't always get full context. Okay. So I once heard, and I'm, I'm going to try to do my best job of laying out the definition based on what I remember hearing. Okay. okay. It was one based on the premise of he had, was trying to figure out what kind of men across all nations, cultures, whatever, have the greatest access to women. Okay. Okay? Okay. And so now, the things that were defined were a man with resources, yeah. you know, money, things of that nature, a man with network, mm-hmm. things of that nature. So now, the definition got broken down to, one, recognizing this very small group of men. Because the reality is that not every man has that kind of access to women. Right. The reason why six figures is thrown in is because so many women or even people identify six figures. Like when we, women say, I want a man who makes six figures. Literally, there are women, if you are making less than six figures, they're not going to entertain you. All right? This wasn't something that the men decided should be the standard. This is what a lot, a lot of, of women, ladies. not all, but a lot of women were putting out there. Okay? Okay. So, and, and also because it's an easier way to identify a marker. Yes. If you got to set a marker somewhere, all right, right we know that. Uh, only 9 to 10%, I believe, of the U.S. population 
yeah. make six figures. Right. So that already creates that smaller pool. And that's what this whole definition is doing. It's creating that smaller pool that says, but these are the type of guys or women. And understand, I think people are confusing high-value women and high-value men, but that's a whole other discussion. Okay. But um, it's identifying that small pool of men. So now you understand, okay, that's the reason why the money thing was there. But then people always forget it's one, the part of the definition says it's not just having six figures, mm-hmm. it's making it for three to five years. Okay? Oh. And and I think that's an actually very important distinction because okay. I can tell you this, and I think a lot you may you may understand this as well, because when you first make six figures or first make money, right. You may still have been coming out from a lot of debt. Absolutely. Um, you may still be struggling with the acceptance of, damn, I'm here. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's real. There's a lot going on in that first year that you got to work through. Right. All right? So the way that you operate in year one mm-hmm. versus year three to five is very different. Night and it's day. very different. Because now by year three, you may have investments set up. You yes. have much more financial literacy. Yes. You've cleared out some debt now. Yeah. yeah. You, you have way more disposable income. Yes. And now you have the confidence of knowing I've been making this consistently. Yes. All right? So a lot of people have taken this term and they're interjecting their versions of high value which is now diluting it and creating all this confusion. Mm. So you have the three to five years, you have the six figures, you also have, you have to be in a network of high-value men, mm. all right? So if you, so so look at it mm. like this. If let's say, let's paint a picture, there's a, a network engineer. Mm-hmm. He's making 250 grand. Okay. But this guy doesn't, and, and another part of the definition is the money has to be visible, all right? So let's say this guy is a nerdy-looking guy, not yeah, yeah. to be insulting, but, you know, he yeah. just looks very homely or whatever. Yeah. Let's say he's very out of shape, and his money's not visible. Mm-hmm. He's technically not high value. <sighs> because, again, he if we go back to the premise of this, he does not have great access to women because when women see him, they don't see the 250. They don't see the, the, the desirability. They don't even see the network of men, which is the next part. It's You have to have a network of high-value men. So you can reach out to these dudes, and and you and you have to be able to bring value to your network, all right. So it's one thing to just have money, but if you're some stingy dude who doesn't connect with your brothers, who don't help the community, any of that, you're not high value. Mm. You're just a dude with money. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So again, a lot of people have taken pieces and then attached and said, "Oh, this, well, I'm high value." And then I think the other problem is, and and you kind of alluded to it, high value does not equal great partner. All right? Mm-hmm. High value does not equal the right man for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so you can still be a great man. Mm-hmm. You can still be an amazing man. You can still be a better man than mm-hmm. that high value dude for other reasons. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. And one thing that is not highlighted in high value that I we like to add, me and uh, my boys from the Roommates podcast, is high character. There you go. All right? Come on, because, man. Because, you know, <laughs> yeah. as men of God, and, 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 it's, not to, and it's not in any way to like, because again, high value has its own definition. So we kind of add it as a, an add-on. Yeah, yeah. Because as men of God, character is important. Absolutely. And so we can't overlook that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But all that to say, like, I think pe- if people understood the premise, understood the full definition there would be it would be less bothering to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the reality is, again, we live in a world that, yes, your financial standing does have a huge impact on the type of woman you can get yeah. and the type of life you can live. And that's real. You know? And that's one of the reasons why I, I really have a passion of helping young people get right with their money. Because if you're a single brother and you you ain't got no debt, 
you got some good income coming in, you're investing well and you're building wealth, it will attract a different caliber of a woman. Mm-hmm. And that's real. Um, and even on the ladies' side, if they're debt-free and they got a little bit of money coming in, <laughs> they will attract another brother too now. Yeah. You know, because but but let me but but the but the thing I think that and 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 to be fair, I've never heard the official definition for high value women. All okay. right, so let me just lay that out right yeah, now. Yeah. But if I'm going with the premise of having the most access to men and and highly desirable men, the same way we said the high value man has the most access to highly desirable women. Mm-hmm. This is where the issue of how she looks comes into play. Huge issue. A lot of people want to yeah. say, well, why she got... Because yeah. whether we think it's fair or not, yeah. the reality is that her physical presentation yeah. is going to be the possibly the biggest factor in yeah. giving her access. access. Yeah. It doesn't mean she is a better woman, so right. to speak. It doesn't mean she will have an automatically more successful relationship. Yeah. But she will automatically have more access because of how she looks. Absolutely. And we see it play out all the time. Yes. And so people, again, want to hold on. Well, I'm high value. Technically, no. <laughs> Technically, no. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing. We're not all, we don't need to be high value to be great people, to be great partners, to be amazing individuals. Right. Don't let that that label fool you. It's just identifying. I think it would be so much better mm-hmm. if the label was the 3% man or the mm. 1% man. Now, psychologically, it's like, it, it, it hits different. Yeah. It's like, okay, I, I recognize it now as a small group of people that everyone's not going to be a part of. Yeah. But the word value right. is what throws everyone off. off. Because everyone is valuable yes. in some kind of way. Yes. Everyone. Everyone has yes. value. Everyone yeah. is valuable. But high value is a completely different beast. Yeah, yeah. Man, you, you're talking good, man. I think... The best thing you said today as we come to a close, bro. I wish we had two hours, bro. Cause bro, me and you could talk all day long. Like this, this, I mean, we I gotta I gotta get you back on the show. Absolutely, absolutely. Cause I, I was like, man, if if I let him go there, he could probably go there for about 30 minutes. <laughs> but I was like, nah, we, we we got a 30-minute show and we've already been over. I don't know about how long we've been over, but we we've been over. And we gotta get you back on the flight. You you and your boy back on the flight home, man. This has been this has been great. But I think one of the best things you said was when it's all said and done. The most important thing you have to do as a single person is, number one, heal. Mm-hmm. Heal from your past. Uh, number two is know where you're going. You know, know your purpose, know your vision, know your values. And when you do that, you will identify who needs to jump on board with you, whether you're a man or a woman. And then three, you know, what I love about you, you're real, but then you're also spiritual. You got to have that that spiritual component to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And I think as a spiritual, and as a spiritual, as a single person, those three things are huge and important. And I think if you get those three things, um, there are practical things, you know, uh, have the money, you know, make sure that you are financially stable. And I think, I'm going to say this in a respectful way, like I think looks on both sides are important. Yeah, they are. I mean, let's just be real. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to date someone who doesn't look good to me. Um, and, and, and we'll use the word attraction. There you go. Because it's not necessarily about how people specifically look. Yes. But physical attraction is, is important. You, you can't have a romantic relationship without physical attraction. Can't. You know, um, if that was the case, you'd just be friends. Yep. Or you'd just marry. get with your friends. Yeah. You see can't, what I'm saying? Can't marry a purpose. Can't marry your heart. I mean, you can marry the heart, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, before I can get to the heart, I, I mean, let's be real. As a man, I am attracted to her physically. Yes. And then I spend time to get to know her heart, her soul, her mind, her And, and let me say this if I can. Yeah. All right? Because, again, I, this hit my spirit. I got to say it. Okay, so, hit. 
I think people have to be reasonable with understanding why physical attraction is going to be such a big deal, especially as you become a more desirable partner, mm, all right? Mm. And the way that I, I like to use this analogy, and I hope this doesn't disrespect or offend mm-hmm. anybody, Yeah. but if, let's say, company A is hiring, okay. and company A is hiring for a minimum wage job, okay. all right? Because it's a minimum wage job, the qualifications necessary are much lower. Mm-hmm. And because it's not the most desirable job, they might get four or five applicants. Right? right, right. So they have time to sit down with each applicant to discover the true character of the applicant, who's the good fit, all mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. All right? Everyone can get a shot because there's not that many people going for the job. Right. Company B mm-hmm. is offering a position at $100,000. Everybody wants this job, mm-hmm. all right? There are thousands of applicants. Mm-hmm. Company B can no longer sit down with each applicant to discover who you are first. Mm-hmm. They have to now use a weed-out method. What do companies do? Back in the days, they did the, how does your resume look? Not what was on the resume. Right. If your resume was the wrong color, the wrong Ugh. paper, your presentation was off, Wow. they eliminated you, wow. all right? And then it goes from there. So I think people don't understand that as you become a more desirable partner and there's more people coming at you, you don't have time to sit down with everyone. So now physical attraction and presentation goes to the front of the line. And it's not to say that's all that matters. Exactly. It's to say, okay, if I'm going to determine who I can even sit down and have this interview with, with, all right, and I can't give it to everyone, Mm. Here's the first line of evaluation. Yeah. That's it. And it's a reasonable thing. It's only logical. So good. But I think if you're not in that position yet of Mm. having all these applicants coming at you, you may not understand it. So good. You know? And so I I see people getting mad at us. Well, why should look? No, because it's it's not that simple anymore. That's the end of the show. (laughs) It's not that simple anymore. That's how we're going to end the show. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is Stefan Speaks, man. I'm going to drop all of his information, his book that he talked about earlier, uh, his Instagram. The brother man has about about 2 million followers on there. Every single day, he's dropping content, encouraging videos, messages that are helping us singles really get uh, become better internally so we can be a better presentation uh, to our future spouses. So I want you to go follow him, uh, share this video, and here's the most important thing I really want you to do as we as we close this thing out. Um, cut off your phones tonight. Cut off the internet tonight. I mean, cut off all the distractions. Put your baby to sleep and get inside a private area and write down who hurt you. Yeah. Write down their names. Write down a couple sentences. And if you feel like going more, yo, do what you got to do. Write it down. And what I want you to do is I want you to put uh, on the comments on YouTube, um, a podcast, go over to YouTube, and I want you to say, I did it. And I'm going to be praying for you and those names uh, because I want to make sure that we get everything God has for us in the future, especially our mate. Um, and I do believe our past hurts are preventing some of us, not some of us, a lot of us from finding that mate. So when you get done doing that, I want you to p- come back to the channel, come back on this video, say, I did it. And I'm going to pray um, over your name out loud. And I'm going to ask God to help all of us uh, get through our past hurts so we can be in position to receive everything God has for us. So, man, Stefan, thank you so much, man, for jumping on a flight, coming down to the beautiful city of Nashville to encourage our people. Um, you've blessed us, bro. I'm sitting here like, this dude just has me. <laughs> he has me thinking internally, man. And this is my show. This is my show. But you know what? 
This is what I want. I want a real, I want a relevant, and I want a relatable conversation with everyone uh, that comes to the table. And you did just that, man. So thank you so much, you guys. Yo, we'll see y'all next week. It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Peace out. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.